Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Time to talk some US sports now because it is a very busy time of year. Very busy time of year in North America. We've got the NBA playoffs, the NHL playoffs, the NFL draft which just took place, or the first couple of rounds anyway, and the Formula One Grand Prix uh, in Miami this weekend too. And so I thought we've got to get someone on to talk about it. And who better than a good friend of ours out of Fox Sports in the US? It's Arnie Spanier, and he joins us now. G'day, Arnie. Oh, we're keeping busy, are we not, Sam, or what? It is a busy time in sports, my friend. <laughs> I tell you what, Arnie, I'm going to have to rip the Band-Aid off early. Uh, I am a massive Boston fan, all Boston sports teams, and I am particularly oh. a massive Bruins fan. A massive Bruins fan. Um, let's just start there, eh? Let's start in the NHL. The Boston Bruins, who broke all the records during the regular season, they uh, they lose in Game 7 to the Florida Panthers. Just put us uh, put that in context for us Kiwi listeners, just how massive of, a, of an upset that was. You know, I live like three hours from Boston, so it's right down the road. What a chocola. I mean, <laughs> think about that. I mean, you talk about having the best record uh, and, and, and really blew everybody away. They had such a phenomenal year. Um, I believe what they were up 3-1. They had a one-goal lead, one minute left. Once they tied it up, I'm like, oh, this isn't going to go good uh, in overtime. It, 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 just, it, it just kills you if you're a Boston fan. I mean, they are just distraught. This team, I mean, it was going to be Stanley Cup or bust, and they can't even get out of the first round. You know, and they got a lot of aging guys. It's another year now, mm. um, and that one had to have stung. It, the, the, the fans here are beside themselves. They're lucky they have the Celtics to fall back on, but it's going to be some lean years here, especially with the Patriots being the worst team in the in the division. Um, we'll see if the Celtics. I mean, they they already lost one, and it was without Joel Embiid in the lineup for for Philadelphia, so it doesn't look good for them. The Red Sox aren't looking good. It's all starting to catch up with the Boston fans. We might just leave it there, Arnie. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, <laughs> well, tell us, tell me, tell me the, um, tell me the similarities or the comparisons to maybe if, uh, like other teams in other um, North American sports, like the NBA and the NFL. Have we seen this before in some of those leagues with a team that's just been just absolutely dominant but completely bombs before winning it all? You know, it's tough for it to happen in the NBA. I mean, it's like a best of seven. I know the NHL's a best of of seven, but it seems like the regular season in the NHL is no indicator on how you're going to go ahead and do in the playoffs, especially if you just get a hot goaltender. Um, then it could really set you back, and that's what it seemed like happened to the Bruins. In the NBA, it's different. Usually, you know, the top seeds are going to win, except for this year where it didn't turn out that way. We actually have um, one from each seed. So, I don't know, maybe it's a different year. Um, we don't see so much of that in the NFL also because – Let's face it, uh, it used to be if you were the top two seeds, you got a buy. Now it's the top one, and you get a buy. And I think that's grossly unfair. Uh, you know, all those years that Tom Brady, you know, all they had to do was win like two home games, and boom, <laughs> they're in the Super Bowl. So, um, yeah, usually you didn't have it like that. Maybe this is an off year 
but it, it's happening now in both, and it's, and it's record-setting. The Bruins game, I just read before we were talking that it was the highest-rated regular season or playoff game uh, on cable in wow. the NHL. So, uh, yeah, it was it was certainly – I went on Sunday, and people were, like, all geeked out about it, and like, wow, this is crazy, and – uh, and usually we don't talk too much NHL, but everybody was into it this time. Mm. So who, uh, I guess, are people picking now? If, if Boston was the favourites, uh, what are the conversations over in North America at the moment? Who do people think is, is going to win the Stanley Cup? Well, according to our friends in Las Vegas, uh, it's Toronto. and they No, won, no. Like, yeah, no. they haven't won it in like 53 years. Uh, how about that? And I'm kind of pulling for them. 19 years, they even got out of the first round, and they got out of the first up. They celebrated like they had just won the Stanley Cup. They were, <laughs> did you see that? They were going to listen. They were like, oh, my goodness, this is great. Uh, they got a long way to go. I like them. Maybe now that they've gotten over the hump, maybe, you know, maybe uh, it's time to, you know, say maybe this is the team to, to pick. I, I think it's going to be a great series um, against the Lightning. I can't wait to see that one. New Jersey, what a big win over uh, the Rangers in Game Seven! Shut them out for nothing. They got the how, how old is our goaltender? Like ten years old? Was <laughs> he like twenty-two years old? Right? He's just a young kid. My my son plays goalie, and he's twenty-five, and he's still trying to you know break in somewhere. So um, there's just a lot of great series going on. But Toronto's the favorite, I think according to Vegas. Mm, okay, let's talk some uh, some NBA playoffs. And like you mentioned, uh, my Celtics still holding on in there, so I'll, I'll cling to that hope. Now, the big one everyone's talking about, Arnie, uh, tips off this afternoon. It's, of course, the Warriors and the Lakers. you got Steph v. LeBron, the two kids from Akron, and sort of not, I'm going to say their legacy's on the line, but both trying to push that legacy one step further with another championship ring. So the Warriors coming in at the sixth seed, the Lakers coming in at the seventh seed after beating the Grizzlies, which was a was a massive result as well. What, what do you think is going to happen in this one? Who, who, who are you picking? I, well, first, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pick the Lakers in seven, um, though it's, it's going to go seven. First of all, I want to see how Golden State's going to be after to go to the wire against Sacramento um, and, you know, taking that to a game seven. It had to take a little bit out of those old legs. Not that it's that big of a deal because, I mean, it's not like they're playing back-to-back games and coming up after game two. Uh, uh, I think they'll get a three-day rest, uh, maybe somewhere along the line, but at least they'll have a two-day rest, um, you know, before game. So there's no back-to-back. It shouldn't really affect them. It's not like the Lakers or any you know young people. Also, uh, Lakers had an easier time though with Memphis. That was my whole point. Golden State a much tougher time, so that may be an effect on them. I think this one's going to be great. We'll see if uh, we'll see if Steph Curry. I mean, is that a great performance where he had fifty points? Are you kidding me, man? <laughs> that was unbelievable. He has to be one of the you know when Mark Jackson said that him and Clay were the best backcourt in the history of the NBA. I laughed at that. I go, ah, oh, shut up, old man. You don't know what you're talking about. Um, but he did. They, they've been phenomenal. And Steph is like, seriously, him, like Pete Maravich, he's, he's like one of the best shooters I think I've ever seen. But I'm going to take the Lakers in seven. We'll see if LeBron, um, you know, can pull this out with Anthony Davis. And, you know, they got a good supporting cast. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens in that one. But that, that's going to be a great series. And, by the way, I, I don't know if I told you, I could have been part owner of the Lakers. Did you know that? I didn't know that. But you've got to tell us the story now. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is a true story. Um, I, I went to school in uh, Pacific Palisades High School, 
and my classmate was none other uh, than Jeannie Boss. Oh. Now, I'm a good-looking guy. Jeannie's good-looking. All I do is ask her out, hey, Jeannie, let's go to the movies. Big movie that just came out. I think it's called Star Wars or something. <laughs> let's, let's go to Star Wars. Or was that her animal house? Let's go to the movies. She would have fell in love with me. We'd be married. I'd be half owner of the Lakers right now. So uh, don't think about that. But, yeah, she was She was my You know what's so funny? She was my classmate. Steve Kerr was uh, two years younger than me. So we had one of those weird high schools where there were some crazy famous athletes and actors and, and all kinds of crap like that. It was crazy. So um, you didn't. T- so did Jeannie turn you down, or did you just not end up asking her out? Well, she wasn't going to go out with me. I mean, I wasn't a big <laughs> star on the basketball team. She was actually – I was on the team, and she was the manager. But, no, I, I didn't ask her out. No, I never never had the nerve to. But – I could have. I'm not yep. a bad-looking guy. Now it's a little too late. Now. Yeah. No, I get you, man. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Hey, um, I'm looking at the. Yeah. I'm looking at the Nuggets, Suns, the, the Nuggets leading the uh, the series uh, two now games. You can skip over that. That series. That series is over. Okay. It's, done. it's two nothing. It's O V E R. They're they're not going to come back from that. Disappointing. Uh, but Denver's. You know, we shouldn't be surprised. Denver. You know, a number one seed. We're acting like, hey, look what's going on with Denver. We just fell into the Kevin Durant thing. They really looked. They had a great record at the end of the regular season with Durant, uh, you know, when he played. But um, it's it's just too much. I know they're going back to Phoenix, but forget about it. This, uh, this series is over. Denver's going to win that one. Okay, so Nuggets, Lakers then in the Western Conference Final. Is it fair to say, um, just from my sort of uh, amateur eye, Arnie, that the West just seems a little bit stronger than the East this year? Um. Perhaps, yeah. I mean, well, the, the fact that maybe Philadelphia is, has an injury to Joel Embiid and that Boston isn't really looking as great as we thought they were going to be, um, maybe, uh, yeah, I would say I would say yes on that. But, you know, don't take the East too lightly because you never know what happens in the seven-game series, especially with Boston, who've got a couple of stars with um, Jalen Brown and, uh, you know, uh, they just got too many stars right now. Mm. The Heat uh, are the other ones, aren't they, with Jimmy Butler, who um, decimated the Bucks 4-1. That was probably the upset uh, so far of the NBA playoffs now. They're playing the Knicks. And they're coming in as the eighth seed. I mean, I don't like looking at that little number next to a team. Do you think the Heat have the ability to go all the way? No, I, I don't know how they won game one. It, it's just remarkable. I, I just don't understand it. And then Jimmy Butler, I'm a Knicks fan, so maybe that's it. I was actually going to go to the game. I was going to lie to my boss and say, I need to cover the game. Send me a press pass. You know, you go there with a laptop. You throw that thing up. And you, you pretend like you're working. But, um, <laughs> no, I there's, if, if the Knicks lose game two, I'll quit my job. That's, that's how uh, confident I am that they're going to kick some butt. They should win by double digits. Wow. Uh, hopefully Julius Randle's play. I was just checking to see if he's going to play out there. So hopefully he gets in there. And I think that twisted ankle of Butler is going to be a lot worse than you think. I think it's going to slow him down a little bit. I get right in his grill. I think the Knicks are going to route them. It'll be one game of peace. We'll, we'll see what happens after that. Okay, spoken like a true fan. So uh, you've got the yeah. you've got the Nuggets, the Lakers, and then you've got the Knicks going through. Who's going through from South 76ers? Uh, you know, well, now that Philadelphia looks so good, but how long is Joel Embiid going to be out? But now that they still won in Boston, I got to think that Philadelphia is the slight favorite in this one. Um, you know, Boston started as like minus 180. So they were the almost two to one favorites, but 
Philadelphia look good. They get some great bench prey. Do you ever watch the Anthony Melton? Mm. And that guy was on fire uh, from three point land. They're just they're just a really good team. Um, even without Joel Embiid, Boston has to be disappointed. I don't know what's going to be more disappointing. Um, Celtics losing in the second round or Bruins don't, losing in the first round. So, Donnie. I think I, <laughs> Don't go there. Go with Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's talk a little bit of NFL draft time, and I think it's clever of them to to do it during the playoffs to just take a little bit of attention away uh, back to the NFL during the off season. Now, I'm someone who, when the season rolls around, I'm, I'm full noise. I'm into it. I'm watching most of the games, but I'm I'm not probably a bit fair weather when it comes to the off season. The the biggest story I saw out of the draft, and maybe this is just because we're stuck down here in New Zealand, was this guy uh, Will Levis and all the images and photos of him waiting for the phone call on the first round he doesn't end up going to the second round can you tell us a little bit about Willis and why this was even a story uh, you know, it's a story because he's sitting there and, and you know the cameras are showing him like 32 times um, because his life is now miserable because he thought he was going to go ahead and go in the top 4 or 5 picks or something like that at least in the first round and then you had ESPN with that bogus Oh, the 94% chance will be taken in the first round. Well, how did that go for you? Um, you know, I, I understand why he didn't want to come back and, and sit there for the second round. It, you know, they say he lost like $24 million because he wasn't taken in the first round. I don't know if that necessarily is true because, you know, take someone like Zach Wilson for the Jets. I mean, he played for a bad team. He's miserable. He may not get another starting job. He may not get a big guy. He probably won't get a big contract anywhere else. Um, Willis is going to go ahead and um, going ahead and go to the Titans, and he'll get the start there, perhaps, and 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 a chance to go ahead and prove himself. And if he looks good, he'll get the big contract and make up for some of the twenty-four million. But you know what? They get paid so much money, um, and you know there's so much commercial money and advertising money, I'm not going to feel bad for him. He'll be just fine. Mm. It does interest me, though, that um, you know everyone can predict this guy's going to go sort of top five or first round. He ends up slumping to, I think it was the 33rd pick or second in the second round. So it, it's, in, it's interesting to me that someone can you know, be so um, wildly, I guess, overestimated or overhyped. Is that just a matter of teams, like they didn't need a, a quarterback or they saw him and thought he's not the right guy? Why, why does someone drop so much? Well, who knows if it's really true. Maybe it's like the agent getting his client's name out there. Mm. So someone could say, oh, my goodness, this guy's not going to be available to us. So we better trade off um, and go get him, especially when you're a quarterback and, you know, you're a premium at that position. Uh, you know, perhaps maybe someone could say, oh, we're a little bit worried. It's moving up. Same way someone is like uh, slides down where they make up uh, total crap about somebody. And they slide on down. So, mm. you know, the agent gets the info out there. Maybe he was just given bad info, perhaps. Yeah, okay. No, I feel you. Yeah. Um, so who, who won the NFL draft, do you think? Arnie, when you're looking through the, the 32 teams, and, and uh, I know they love to give them grades based on how they did, who, who do you think did, uh, did the best? Well, I'm not big on grades, but, I mean, you got to start with the Texans, don't you? For getting the second and then trading up for the third pick where they get – C.J. Stroud, you get yourself a quarterback. You get Will Anderson from Alabama, the linebacker. I mean, boom, boom, two impact players right off the bat. Uh, I'm a big Bryce Young fan, so I think he's going to do tremendous things in Carolina. I'm not worried about his size or his weight or anything like that. I can't wait to watch him. But if if we're picking a team, I think it's got to be the Texans with with the second and third pick and 
and having the guts to move up there. And they got two good players that will come in and make an immediate impact right off the bat. Awesome stuff. Arnie, just before I let you go, I mentioned at the top there, and I'm interested to know if you have absolutely any interest uh, in Formula One, because I know it's massive now in the US, uh, thanks to the Netflix series Drive to Survive. We've got the Miami Grand Prix this weekend down in Florida. Does it register on your radar at all, Formula One? No, I mean, geez, with all the stuff I got. It's, here it's football, 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 <laughs> especially when you're, you know, when you're working for a network, um, we play the hits. So it's, it's, would you believe it's NFL pretty much year round with trades and draft talk and, you know, what's going to happen. And every day we hear Tom Brady is coming out of retirement and, oh. and all that BS. So, um, no, we keep a lot of football, but right now it's uh, obviously a lot of NBA too. Yeah, love it. Arnie, uh, it's the same for us down here with rugby. Uh, you just can't get away with it no matter, no matter what's going on. Mate, I really, really appreciate your time as always, my friend. It's great having a, having a US voice on the show. Love your enthusiasm. Um, love the story about the Lakers as well and what could have been. Uh, who, who knows? Who knows? Hey, thanks for coming on, my friend. All right, take care, man. I'll spend any time, Sam. I'll speak to you later.